attention, seekers of free form. The following program is brought to you as a public service, representing the alternative, what is emerging, and the possibilities that order amidst chaos bring. Signing on for its 22nd year online, I'm Dan Herman. This is Radio Crystal Blue.
love we had, we shared together, and now you're gone. I find myself going crazy for you, seeing you with somebody new. I can't believe that it happened so fast. I always thought our love had to last, and I can't get over you.
boy. Love this tune. My Mood from MFSB. Mother, Father, Sister, Brother. From their album Universal Love. There's a local TV station that used uh, part of this uh, piece as uh, closing music for their uh, evening news, I believe. That's my understanding. There's some other uh, themes like that that have uh, taken on some lore. I remember, uh, let's see, the theme for uh, Philly's Action News when it goes da 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 and all that. Now, Philadelphia, you remember that. In fact, it's still being used. I think today on uh, one of the networks. I forget which one. I think it's WPVI or something like that. I mean, I'm not from Philly to, to know the difference, but I grew up in uh, New York and also lived in Jersey for a while, so I'm much more familiar with those anthems uh, for uh, Eyewitness News and uh, other programs. Um Get Closer to Your World, my friend, I believe is the name of that actual piece. And it actually goes on for like three, four minutes, though. But the uh, main refrain there is um, the one everybody knows. Though it's funny, I actually remember that one being used in New York because there was a New York version of uh, what was called Action News for uh, Channel 11 on WPIX-TV. And there was still another one called Independent Network News, which uh, was more syndicated, I guess, but um, because PIX was was considered independent. And yet, uh, later a major syndicated uh, network, part of the WB, but uh, it would use that theme as well. My mood, though, comes from... um, MFSB, of course, the uh, standing examples of what is known as uh, Philadelphia Soul. I don't have to tell you about uh, Philly Soul. I mean, there's a there's so much of that in this uh, history here. I um, remember visiting the um, main building that was Philly International Records, just just stopping by, doing some shopping, what else was I going to do? In my first go-around of Philly between 2011 and 2014, and seeing um, some footage of the uh, band in concert, and uh, uh, there were, I know, some uh, splinter organiz- organizations, or other bands of... Uh, from that, I think it was called Sol Sol and uh, some other ones to revive the sound. But there was only one MFSB. And loved seeing the history, loved hearing the music. Beautiful stuff. And Love Train, OJs, oh boy. Hasn't left my head now for days from the uh, Outstanding Backstabbers album. The usual uh, cast of characters as uh, MFSB provide the uh, backing uh, as the uh, house band for that tune and 
Kenny Gamble, Leon Huff, of course, writing that hit single for the uh, for the group. That's from 1973. Beautiful song of unity. There's even a music video of kids uh, uh, holding hands and dancing. Goes back just about that same year. What if it's time for an update? Given what's going on around the world, you know? Maybe it's time to redo that music video if it hasn't been redone already. What am I going on with Philly about? Well, there was a gentleman who just passed away uh, since the last uh, recording of this program that I call Radio Crystal Blue. Gentleman who was, uh, I think, ultimately in some way a contributor to the sound of soul itself, which happened to be tied in to Philadelphia's own history. His name was Robert Weinstein. Bobby Weinstein, active as a songwriter, singer, and also music industry executive. number of songs mostly written with uh, Teddy Randazzo. Hmm. I wonder if he's related to uh, the Rendezas of uh, the Clan Bar in uh, my old neighborhood. Hmm. He wrote, or they wrote, going out of my head. It's going to take a miracle. And I'm on the outside looking in. All great soul classics. Bob was from New York. attended the School of Industrial Art. And he formed a vocal group called Legends with students uh, Marshall Samples, Ron Warwell, Richard Chico Brunson, Samson Reese, and Dominic Flores. They won the coveted uh, Amateur Hour uh, Talent Contest at the Apollo. That uh, show, I think, going on since the 1920s. I think every was it every Tuesday night, I think, was a Amateur Night. The toughest audience in the world, you know? Do you know about the Apollo? And that history, that's, that's something else to look up, if you don't know already. So they won, and they recorded for the small labels Melba and Hull before splitting up. Bobby had a song called The Legend of Love. That was one of the songs recorded by them. In 1957, he met up with Teddy, who had sung in another vocal group called The Three Chuckles. Their first major hit was Pretty Blue Eyes, recorded by no less than Steve Lawrence, and produced by Don Costa, which reached uh, the pop charts at the start of 1960. He worked as part of Don's, uh, Don Costa's production company, Weinstein and Redazzo, giving some of their biggest successes to several artists, notably Little Anthony and the Imperials, which were uh, notable for their uh, soul sound. The aforementioned songs, I'm on the outside looking in, going out of my head, hurts so bad. The last of which was also co-written with Bobby Hart. And he also had a hit with It's Gonna Take a Miracle by the Royalettes. He mostly wrote with Teddy Randazza, but Bobby had also worked with uh, Bobby Hart and regular collaborator Tommy Boyce. During the 1960s, he sang with Boyce and Hart, Kenny Rankin and others, 
Imran Zazo's review bin, performing regular engagements in Vegas and elsewhere. Over the decades, his songs have been recorded by the likes of the Box Tops, John Warwick, Frankie Valley on the Four Seasons, Ella Fitzgerald, Linda Ronstadt, and somebody named Frank Sinatra. He also became an executive within uh, BMI and served for years on the board of the National Academy of Popular Music, responsible for the Songwriters Hall of Fame, becoming its president in the 90s, and was a member of the Hall of Fame with Teddy Randazzo in 2007. Bob Weinstein dying March 16th at the age of 82. They gave us some examples of his music performed by some interesting choices. Those who uh, recorded his, not necessarily the more famous ones by Little Anthony and the Imperials, but likes of the Delphonics. Yeah, the Delphonics. And I absolutely love this tune. This album, of course, is a great example of early uh, Philly soul. La La Means I Love You, which was the Delphonics' debut album, released on Philly Groove Records in 1968. Good harmonies and the sonic soul palette of the 60s and early 70s shines through. I mean, you've got Hurts So Bad, you've got the uh, Bach, Rock, and David tune Alfie, title track, co-written with Tom Bell. We know about Tom Bell, who was a central figure in uh, Philly Soul, is uh, not one to be understated either. And Shave Your Smile, Johnny Mandel, heard so bad. And then this other one with uh, Tom Bell, called Losing You. I love this one. Well, a good example of the uh, connection of how uh, good soul music could be. Something we might even call uh, proto-disco, uh, I suppose, with the uh, MFSB itself introducing the sounds of disco. It's always fun exploring the roots, the ancestry, as it were, of uh, music genres. I don't know why I do, I just... I just like that stuff, and I like sharing that with you. Laura Nairo with Sarah Dash, Patty LaBelle, and Nona Hendricks, the trio LaBelle. It's going to take a miracle. From Going to Take a Miracle. That was uh, quite an album from that same year, 1973. It was Laura's only all-covers album, mainly 50s and 60s soul and R&B standards. She had the idea to do a covers album during 1970, and on her tour to support the Christmas and the prior album, or pardon me, yeah, her prior album, Beats a Sweat album, she introduced several of the songs that later appeared on this album, and uh, Spanish Harlem and Dancing the Street she had performed. Wonderful layback album and impressive soul grooves and production once again from Gamble and Huff. 
and it was her last commercially successful album. Laura had first met uh, Patti LaBelle in 1970, and she was about to give an interview to Patti's manager, and that manager, Vicki Wickham, had brought LaBelle along to the interview where she engaged in deep conversation with Laura, and they went on the road together with Patti cooking for Laura. The album was recorded in 1971 at Sigma Sound Studios. As I mentioned, uh, Gamble and Huff being the producers. And this was uh, one of the songs. It also gives the album its name. This beautiful stuff. And how about the zombies going out of my head using that version from a collection of their best stuff? going back years starting off this edition of Radio Crystal Blue here at the end of March 2022 my name's Dan Herman don't know yours but I'm happy to welcome you here to uh, share a little bit of music history and also take several journeys around the world of the indies the underground much you hear some established artists as well and even uh, let you dust off your passport and we'll hear some world music as uh, part of the mix because I'll continue to feature, uh, feature, let's just say feature, feature, <laughs> must be the coffee, feature some of the great music introduced by the label Putamayo. As we'll continue what I call album focus. I used to call this segment CD focus, but I don't seem to collect CDs so much uh, anymore with regards to the show. So album focus features great concept and tribute albums track for track over several shows. And I got more from the newest compilation from Putamayo called World Chill. We'll get to that later in this program. Every show is available for you to stream, download, and to share in full. I have shows that go back currently with the RSS feed right back to, uh, I think, 2017, 2018, I think. And full shows have been recorded for the Internet Archive since uh, 2015, I think, or 2014. I didn't make a habit of recording every single show for later use and preservation. But I do happen to have a few old ones that were recorded around 2005 that have shown up on the web that I'm very happy is out there. So you can find those. And also this show is recorded as one show. Whether it ends up being four hours or close to five hours, we'll see. But because of the length, I cannot keep it as one show for sake of the uh, podcast because RSS rules prevent me from having any audio input longer than three hours so it must be broken down into two logical parts so I don't record it with the parts in mind I just find the natural half of the show where I'm it sounds like it's the beginning but it isn't the beginning and I leave it that way. But if you want to hear, if you're not already hearing the original version, 
to hear it, you'd have to go to the Internet Archive, which is archive.org, and look up the uh, show name and uh, publishing date. Or you can go to mixcloud.com, which does not uh, have that uh, rule about uh, three hours. Everywhere else, though, it's in two parts, and I also make mention, of course, on the uh, playlist, which you can see there. Also on that landing page, while you're there, is the list of podcast platforms you can hear the show with, plus also the um, number of smart devices that you can uh, access the show with. Just remember that uh, when I did a search and Googled the show, I see that Audible has also come aboard for Radio Crystal Blue. So I'm very happy that uh, Audible is a good source for uh, listening to podcasts as well, naturally. I just realized I didn't have a chance to add that one, but it'll go on to the uh, list when I next update the website. So how are you? Hope you're doing well. I'm doing okay here in Philly. I'm basically uh, continuing with the uh, work that I transferred from, and it's going okay. I work in the uh, Delaware Valley area, and uh, I live here in... uh, What's called Washington Square West, some call it a neighborhood, and some, I don't know, there's some called Midtown Village. I don't know, it's kind of weird because just like with Delco, and especially what's called Delco, where it's all Delaware Valley, all the different communities seem to run into each other. There's no absolute kind of uh, uh, sense of uh, borders, which gives some interesting, I guess, a kind of mystique to. Uh, the areas, but ultimately you have to declare one because you have to get your mail somehow, and you know, it's um, kind of peculiar, but kind of interesting at the same time. I guess I'm one of those uh, weird dudes that sort of take interest on uh, those sorts of things. Like, there's a favorite uh, website I like uh, from a guy named Kevin Walsh who has website Forgotten New York, which... Uh, examines streets, particularly street lights, old roads, old buildings, and gets into the what he calls the necrology of uh, where they came from and what happened to them, any traces of the old stuff. And it's, um, it's fascinating. I love it. And yeah, he also explores the whole thing with like borders and also the old neighborhoods, whatever happened to them. And why they take the shape the way they do. Love it. Then, well, there isn't much of a forgotten Philly. I know he's done a few small articles on them, but um, well, maybe someone should take up the mantle. Maybe it should be me. Because I know he loves to do photos of those things, and uh, maybe I'll uh, examine that myself. Because I know if you see my work on uh, Twitter and uh Facebook, I readily share some of the same kind of history and uh, love going around to take photos of some places. Like the other day before publishing uh, this uh, program, walked around and uh, found this nice apartment house, which turns out is from the 1900s, 19 aughts really, going back over 120 years. And it's got this great uh, paint job, sort of like this uh, navy, not navy blue, uh, navy... Uh, in navy gray interesting like deep 
slate gray color to it. And I think what's growing is uh, this dogwood tree in front of it with its white flowers and such. And then there's this, uh, <laughs> the juxtaposition of it is I have the, uh, in the top of the photo, near the very top of the tree, is this like loose plastic bag hanging from it. <laughs> and it's it's kind of strange, but it it's kind of a cool picture. I like it. So I capture weird stuff like that. There's still so much of this city I've yet to see and explore, and I'm still pinching myself. I'm actually, I feel like I'm black and blue on my arms here because I'm living in an area that I just love. I love it here. Right here. Avery walked by a, a truck whose moving company I used when I moved from uh, Brooklyn here. When I first moved here ten years ago, really happy to uh, have made this move in the first place. I did the first move in uh, in 2011, as you may recall, and two years before it was September of 2009. I first set foot onto Philly soil. Though actually, I think I've told the story before. I was all of was I seven? Okay, when was the year I was a Cub Scout? Was I eight? I want to say I was year seven or eight. And I'm with the uh, local Cub Scout pack. Didn't ultimately do well with Scouts all that much. Didn't progress all that much with, with all that. I think my parents may have been reluctant to shot out the money for uh, different things to uh, encourage um, all the outdoor stuff and uh, camping and and things. I don't know. This was more of a relatively urban sort of uh, a group that met at someone's house, uh, house of the uh, dead mother and all that. And nevertheless, we had a good time with this... Uh, Let's see. Wait a sec. Am I confusing things? Was it was it scouts or was it school? This was like I want to say it was May or June. Might have been a weekday, like Wednesday, having to get up at be ready by seven AM and stuff to be able to make this trip. I don't remember right now. Was it school? Maybe it was school that had arranged this. It must have been. I thought maybe it was scouts. Maybe not. But I recall with some good friends within uh, within my class. Oh, boy. Now I'm not remembering so well. But I do know we had gone to taking the bus. It was a big deal. You know, taking the school bus and for me just taking the bus anywhere, taking the train anywhere was an adventure, a wonderful adventure. And I still love the adventure. I never take that for granted. Because 
truth be told, I had never ventured, hardly ventured outside of my little neighborhood of Brooklyn in Sheepshead Bay all that much before I turned 18, before I felt any desire to even live outside of my neighborhood. I didn't want to go to the local community college, uh, Kingsboro, across the bay. No, I wanted to see more of Manhattan, more of the world in general. I had to. I just had too much interest not to. Knowing my, that my dad worked in uh, Midtown Manhattan for some time, hardly getting to even getting to go to Manhattan myself unless it was uh, some school trip or something, which, of course, my parents had to uh, sign off on. I mean, hardly been through there. And I wanted so much to be outside of uh, Brooklyn, outside of my local neighborhood. So, that was that. But this foray into Philly, my first time in Philly I'm seeing was 1978. I'm pretty certain of that. And only thing I remember vividly was visiting the Betsy Ross house, which I can almost, <laughs> I can almost walk to, really, from where I live now. And it would be kind of fun to retrace those steps and walk there. Visit that small house and all those very small winding uh, steps. I remember that very, very well. I remember going to Independence Hall. Being inside free room where the declaration was signed. Yes, I was there. Touching the Liberty Bell. I did. <laughs> I didn't... I didn't have that big growth spurt as a kid. I had my the slower one, not the greater one that came later. And couldn't quite see the bell from my height, and someone actually helped to take my hands and uh, let me put it there. And uh, my goodness. I still think about that. And it was some kind of, uh, I guess I might call it a portico of some sort that... Uh, we're all standing on and declaring ourselves like king of the world or something like that. And there was this all these, uh, this little round, this round uh, series of steps with a different, uh, was it different countries or different states represented? I don't know if we were in, no, couldn't have been in City Hall. Well, it might have been. There was something, some small little round series of steps that had the uh, something like some places engraved on the uh, front side of the uh, steps. I'm certain it was in front of a statue. I don't know if we were actually in uh, Love Park. We could have been now that I think of it. Love Park or po probably City Hall. We go to City Hall now. There's that wonderful uh, zodiac and compass. An imprint of the uh, original city of Philadelphia there. And I of course, that's like ground zero from the city and ground zero of my love for the city is right there. So much so I made that my uh, profile pic, overall profile pic uh, for Facebook. And seeing the old flags and seeing the old history, including the uh, beloved uh, 
the carriages, the, uh, they still had the horses with them. I love this city. As I said, I remember at the time I first moved, or actually first had a look around years later, my first time back in Philly airspace, 2009, while researching places to live, and I'm, I'm walking by the building where the Constitution was signed, and I'm got that wonderful song in my head, the, uh, however it's titled, but that, it was from Schoolhouse Rock, the uh, beautiful words of the preamble. And uh, done in song so uh, thoughtfully and uh, just fostered the love of this country and certainly of this great city. Reflecting on the uh, impact of one Bobby Weinstein and his music that helped set the blueprint for Philly Soul and for whatever reason just reinforces a love of Philly. I don't get out, shoes get out all that much now that I've kind of set myself here set myself, rather uh, establish myself here in terms of uh, living. Don't go out as much as I really would want to. Sometimes I've been a little bit depressed, but otherwise I feel okay. Just settling in, just being here, enjoying my time despite this weather, having some balance of hours between work and here, which is a good balance. And feeling okay. Feeling okay here in general. Most of all, I'm in a happy place recording this show and being with you, sharing these memories. And hopefully it'll uh, kickstart some memories for you too. If you have any roots in Philly and maybe you can uh, offer your comments, offer an email, your thoughts on the show. I mean, I don't usually really ask for any feedback of any sort. Would love to hear from you if you uh, have ideas on on the uh, show, on the content, on uh, my thoughts. You know, as I remember from following one of my heroes, Vin Scalsa, freeform DJ for years, he would do this sort of thing, just talk about uh, memories and older days and being personal. And I aim to do the same. Being authentic and being real. And having that creative control is extremely important to me. This is why you hear the show the way it is. I hope you like it. I hope you tell others that this is something I think and more people ought to listen to. 22 years in. I don't mind having a bit of a small cult audience, I suppose. I looked on uh, Twitter and I see I have close to 3,000 followers. 3,000. A small town of people. That uh, follow what I do. And close to 5,000 friends on top of that on Facebook. But it's not how many people you have. It's how active those people are in... Uh, Helping to uh, share your story. Kind of hope I'm a bit relevant now that I'm uh, on TikTok. And I've done a few videos. Hope you like those. And 
I uh, aim to make some more, and I gotta think again about what uh, I want to put out there. So, yeah, I'm out there. Hopefully, you're in out there too. So remember that line in the liner notes from the Orb, my favorite Orb album, uh, which I think was UF Orb. Where the two principal guys, the two DJs, Dr. Alex Patterson, somewhere out there, and the other guy, what's his name? Was it Youth? Out there somewhere. <laughs> I remember that line for some reason. Let's keep this journey going as we've now taken off, and let's get to some of this music now. I've got. Uh, Another new one. Actually, this one I think was the first song released from this album from last year from a uh, guy who I've aired music of since 2002. My goodness. And uh, now there he is part of a family of three. He and his wife and uh, their daughter Amelia. You just turned one year of age. And looks like he's doing shows with his own group and also his old band, Steak. Confirmed dates that run now through July. And sharing building with somebody named Gordon Lightfoot coming up in uh, New York State in uh, April. Speaking of Mr. Jack Grace, this is cold. Here comes... The Breeze. Take these handcuffs from my eyes, I'm blind. And I'd like to see what I could do this time To land in better weather With no unnecessary strain To drift out on the water And not hear the wind complain To feel the sun upon me Between these bouts of rain Hungry for more knowledge Yet my delusions stay the same Here comes a breeze Shining over me Things are feeling better And I heed this company Deep out on the sea The sympathy turns cold Pirates don't feel devil men When they're there to take your gold the salt thick in the air The sun shines through the haze Even here in paradise There will be lonely days I felt a tinge of bitterness About the worst of what went wrong I won't let it feel at home And now the sour feeling's gone Here comes a breeze Such a sweet relief it's gentle and it's honest 
And I hate this company
said, get down on the ground. They said, get down on the ground. They said, get down on the ground. They said, get down on the ground. Stop resisting. Stop resisting. Get down on the ground. They said, get down on the ground. But you, you can't stop this. Resistance. Nowhere to go now. But the distance. John Brown's body may be dead and gone. John Brown's body may be dead and gone. John Brown's soldier still marching on. John Brown's soldier marching on. Said John Brown's body may be dead and gone. John Brown's body may be dead and gone. John Brown's soldier still marching on. Gotta sing a little louder than you did before. Say John Brown's body may be dead and gone. John Brown's body may be dead and gone. John Brown's soldiers still marching on. John Brown's soldiers still marching on. Yeah, John Brown's body may be dead and gone. John Brown's body may be dead and gone. I'm a John Brown soldier still marching on. John Brown body may be dead and gone. John Brown body may be dead and gone. I'm a John Brown soldier still marching on. John Brown soldier still marching on. Said John Brown's body may be dead and gone. John Brown body may be dead and gone. I'm a John Brown soldier still marching on. John Brown soldier still marching on. John Brown body may be dead and gone. John Brown body may be dead and gone. I'm a John Brown soldier still marching on.
just fell out of everything that I stood on, and she was nowhere to be found.
in the glen while birds is parading the brush. Well, I'll be back, baby, I don't know when. Honey, what's the rush? came to me the other day said honey we've been together 20 years ain't it time we got married wait what well i've done my best i've done my worst i've lived and died by the sword i finished last and i finished first i've been a peasant and i've been a lord oh i'm so tired and that ain't bad you don't live forever i know this life is just a dream that i think i had now i think it's time to go Tell me that the line moves fast And no one has to wait They got fish in the river Got deer in the glen Wild birds parading the brush Well, I'll be back, baby, I don't know when Honey, what's the rush? They got fish in the river Got deer in the glen Wild birds parading the brush Well, I'll be back, baby, I don't know when Honey, what's the rush? Well, I'll be back, baby, I don't know when Honey, what's the rush?
I love this music from Olivia Francis, and this is an album that was released uh, about a couple years now called Orchid. Revisiting this album a little bit, and hearing some earlier songs of hers, and now seeing her sound uh, feel a little mature and a little more grown up, and it's kind of cool to see and hear hear, your evolution in music. Porcelain is uh, that track. OliviaFrancisMusic.com Olivia Grows on Twitter, which I think is a new Twitter handle for her. March 31st, she's at Kimbrough's Pick and Parlor with Hunter Nelson and Timothy Miles. Kimbrough's Pick and Parlor in Franklin, Tennessee. April 1st at the Spots Coffee and Finery in Owensboro, Kentucky. April 2nd at Stella's Elixir Lounge in Huntsville, Alabama. April 14th at MOTR Pub with Night Owl and St. Mary St. Michael. That's in Cincinnati. April 15th at Rock House Brewing in Lexington, Kentucky. She has a virtual show on April 20th. April 21st. That's my sister's birthday, April 21st. At the Yellow Cab Tavern in Dayton, Ohio. April 23rd at West Park Station in Cleveland. Hello, Cleveland. May 6th, East Nashville Night Market in Nashville, of course. May 7th, the Sprouts and Stouts Festival, Covington, Kentucky. Back in Nashville on May 25th and many more shows along the way. Bruce T. Carroll. Another song from the new album, First Bird to Sing. It's called What's the Rush. Doing a bunch of gigs for spring and summer with a nice Vermont run coming up in June. There is a place called the uh, Apple Tree Inn, a new venue in Lenox, Massachusetts, just opposite the street from Tanglewood. I started a new music room called the Ostrich Room. He's playing there March 31st. It's uh, very close to the uh, Connecticut and also Hudson Valley area. 
Website is brucetcarroll.com, B-R-U-C-E-T-C-A-R-R-O-L-L.com. The Twitter handle is BTC underscore songs. Here once again from Mr. Dana Cooper, Flower on the Vine from the album I Can Face the Truth. DanaCooperMusic.com, DC Roadshow on Twitter. March 27th, he plays Seven Steps Up in Spring Lake, Michigan. It might be past tense by the time you first hear this program. April 6th, it is an arts and culture collective. I think this says L-A-N-U-N-U-U, I guess. Not sure if that's it, but I do see here it's in uh, Arnoldville in Louisiana. After that, April 8th, the Old Quarter Acoustic Cafe in Galveston. April 9th, he plays the Austin Acoustical Cafe in, yes, the live music capital of the world. April 10th, Cowboy Surfer in Houston. April 11th, the Dosi Do for Songwriter Night there in the Woodlands. May 5th, at the Five Spot in Nashville, and I just overlooked. April 15th, the Pecan Grove Store in Fredericksburg, elsewhere in the Lone Star State. New song from the prolific songwriter Steve Dawson, I Just Get Lost. From his new album, Going, Going, Gone. Did I just say Going, Going, Gone? (laughs) I looked away from my notes and I thought that was the title. No, it's, pardon me, it's Gone, Long Gone. Gone Long Gone is the uh, name of Steve Dawson's album. SteveDawson.ca for a little more info. There are a few Steve Dawsons out there, as you can imagine, but he is based in uh, Canada. A real fixture on the Canadian musical landscape. He has produced or played on more than 200 albums over the last 20 years, seven that have won Junos, one of Canada's hardest working musicians. He's a native of Canada, of Vancouver, in fact, but currently residing in Nashville, working as a solo artist, sideman, and record producer. Recipient of many awards, and I mentioned... uh, The Junos, seven Junos with 18 nominations to that. Working with the likes of musicians of John Hammond, Sonny Landreth, Van Dyke Parks, uh, Dave Alvin, Joe Henry, Tim O'Brien, Fats Kaplan, the McCrary Sisters, Birds of Chicago, Long John Baldry, Bruce Coburn, Linda McRae, Alvin Youngblood Hart, many, many others. And so we hear this new album of his called Gone Long Gone. That song is called I Just Get Lost. Todd Snyder, Battle Hymn of the Album. This weird funk folk kind of a deal that he does with this uh, 
concept album called First Church of Hope and Wonder. ToddSnyder.net, Todd Snyder on the Twitter. March 26th, Madison Theater in Covington, Kentucky. April 6th, The Orange Peel in Asheville, North Carolina. April 7th at the New River, pardon me, Haw River Ballroom in Sassafaw, North Carolina. April 8th, he's right here in Philly at the City Winery. April 9th at the Hangar Theater in Ithaca, New York. April 11th at the City Winery of Boston. April 13th at Music Hall in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. April 14th at Higher Grounds in South Burlington, Vermont. April 15th at Anthology in Rochester, New York. April 16th at Race Street Live in Holyoke, Massachusetts. April 18th, Ramshead Tavern in Annapolis, Maryland. April 20th, he plays Daryl's House, as in Daryl Hall. That's in Pauling, New York. April 21st, Sherman Theater, Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. April 22nd, Ashland Theater, Ashland, Virginia. April 23rd, the Reeves Theater and Cafe in Elkin, North Carolina. April 28th, at Victory, North Savannah, as in Savannah, as in Georgia. April 29th, Iron City, Birmingham. Birmingham, Alabama, that is. Lots more. And just overlooked a little bit, Steve Dawson. There's uh, some notable shows I should tell you about here of his. Guys, birthday throwdown coming up April 2nd at the Montrose Saloon. And let's see. That's the Montrose Saloon in Chicago with the uh, what he calls the Electric Dirt Band. Gerald Dowd, John Abbey, Scott Stevenson, and Dave Nelson doing his songs, classic country, soul, and rock, and some songs by the band. April 4th, he plays an Otis Clay tribute show at the Promontory. With Bernard Crump and members of Otis's original band. My goodness. May 6th and his band Dolly Varden playing Fitzgerald's in Berwyn, Illinois. June 12th, along with the Lucid Dreams at Space in Evanston. And much more from Steve. SteveDawson.ca, Steve J. Dawson on Twitter. I mentioned Todd Snyder. Just coming up to mentioning Fred Gillen Jr. Seeing Only Red from his great album Turn Off the Lights from very late 2020. Fred Gillen Jr. FredGillenJR.com Same spelling on Twitter. He plays April 9th uh, Soul Acoustic Style at Rojan Brewing in Hillsdale, New York. The Jack Grace Band's here comes the breeze from his album from last year. What a way to spend the night. JackGrace.com, Jack Grace on Twitter. Every Wednesday, pending his schedule, he plays the Birdsell House. Solo show in Peekskill, New York, his new home base. March 12th, 
Warwick Winery in Warwick, New York. March 19th, he's with his band Steak at the Birdsell House. March 20th, Steak plays Superfine in Brooklyn. March 31st, at Keegan Ales in Kingston, New York. April 1st, at the Rustic Barn in Troy. April 2nd, at the Birdsell House once again. April 4th, at Skinny Dennis back in Brooklyn. April 7th, Dogwood in Beacon, New York. April 8th, the Tarrytown Music Hall, Tarrytown, New York, and I believe, wait a second, which one are the shows with Gordon Lightfoot? Yeah, April 8th and 9th, Tarrytown, the 8th, Kodak Theater in Rochester on the 9th with Gordon Lightfoot as the headliner. April 16th, back at the Warwick Winery, April Oh, huh, playing two shows. It says here on the 16th, in the afternoon, he plays Warwick Winery, Warwick, New York. And then that evening in Barbus in Brooklyn. There on the 9th and 4th, there in Park Slope. April 23rd, Strange Brew in Manchester, New Hampshire. April 24th, that's super fine. April 29th, at Half Moon Point in Point Pleasant, New Jersey, down ashore, as the locals say here. And April 30th, Clinch Transparent Gallery in Asbury Park. Lots of shows still ahead as he continues to work. The uh, Empire State through June. And confirmed dates, late June into July in the UK and a few others outside of the area coming back stateside in July. This is Radio Crystal Blue. I'm Dan Herman. It's late March of 2022. Very happy to give you this uh, great music. And I tend to do shows about three times a month my aim is to do just that. Three every month and basically one show in December. I also record Radio Crystal Blue, Novus Ordo, which is your opportunity to hear some brand new songs, new releases from some of the same artists in one sitting, usually about eight at a time. And both shows are available within the RSS feed. And uh, again, keep it tuned to that feed for the latest. So expect three more in April, three in May, etc. Let's see what I've got next. We'll uh, keep things more interesting here. We'll get to a song I've actually aired once before, which I really like from this band. I think they're based in England. Yeah, somewhere in England. And in fact, I don't know the actual locations of their next gigs. I do know they have a couple coming right up. March 31st and April the 2nd. They call themselves The Bloodstreams. Title track of their latest release. It's called Clockwork Man.
anything at all I'm randomly born in a place in the world Somewhere Of course it's good to know the story of your home I just don't understand why it has to dictate your life so what if you find yourself and you own so many rules to choose from? I know it may sound a little naive, but can't you stop your ideas? Someone has agreed on a long, long time ago. No hell, no, I will not hate someone.
Smashing to pieces. Vanguard. Smashing to pieces.com. Same spelling on Twitter. Smashing to pieces. Uh, 
Sunday run of shows across Europe. March 28th at Head Crash in Hamburg, Germany. March 29th at Matrix in Bochum, also in Germany. March 31st at Underworld in London City. April 1st at Rebellion in Manchester. April 3rd at Hirsch in Nuremberg. April 4th at Cantin in Augsburg. April 5th at Colossal in Aschaffenburg, elsewhere in Germany. April 6th at Kavka in Antwerp in Belgium. April 7th at Podium de Flux in Zandam in Netherlands. April 9th at Beta in Copenhagen in Denmark. April 16th, the Penae Bridge Homecoming in Orbro in Sweden. Post-Profit, good metal band that's soon called Smother. Off their new album, When You Think It's Right, It's Always Wrong. Like this band, Matt Jackson on vocals and guitar, Nick Hodder on guitar for the most part, Jordan Conley on bass, Zach Hicks on the drums. April 30th, they play a free alternative rock show alongside Dr. Scientists and Aberdeen and don't have location for this one, but there's some more information on the website, postprofitofficial.com, post underscore profit on Twitter. We hear again from the Blue Stragglers, late at a festival from their self-titled album, bluestragglers.co.uk, Blue Stragglers, and the number one on Twitter. April 1st, they're at the Finsbury Pub. It's the only gig I see for them, playing alongside bands Electric Litany, Nothing Heads, and Vostok. Silverstein, a tune called It's Over from their notable album Misery Made Me. SilversteinMusic.com, Silverstein on Twitter. Been around now for 22 years, about as long as uh, this show has been around. Over the years, they've they've done about 500 million streams and collecting a nomination for Rock Album of the Year at the esteemed Juno Awards. And according to their vocalist Shane Told, he says, For the first time in our career, we truly put it all out there. We went into this with no rules and no preconceived notions of what Silverstein is or what it could be. The results are bold. We somehow wrote the heaviest, saddest, catchiest, and most emotional songs in 22 years of being a band all on the same album, end quote. This album is actually not to be released until May 6th, but I'm happy to give you the song from this album. And I didn't see right away any dates uh, listed for them yet. I'm going to take a look on the website with you and see what they're... Uh, up to 
while we await the uh, release of this album. Here we go. March 28th, they're playing the Valier Ballroom in West Des Moines, Iowa. March 30th, at the Fillmore Auditorium in Denver. April 1st, at the Complex in Salt Lake City. April 2nd, at Brooklyn Bowl. Not in Brooklyn, but in Las Vegas. April 3rd, at San Jose Civic in, yes, San Jose in, yeah, California. April 5th and 6th, Tonight stands at the House of Blues in Anaheim. April 7th at the Van Buren in Phoenix. April 9th at the Pavilion in Lubbock, Texas. April 10th at the Criterion in Oklahoma City. April 12th at Stubbs Barbecue in Austin. April 30th at Burt Ogden Arena in Edinburgh in Texas. April 15th at the Concrete Street Amphitheater in Corpus Christi. April 16th at Joy Theater in New Orleans. April 17th at the Wild Horse Saloon in Nashville. April 19th at St. Augustine Amphitheater Backyard Stage in, yeah, St. Augustine, Florida. April 21st at the Senate in Columbia, South Carolina. April 22nd at the National in Richmond, Virginia. April 23rd at the Ritz in Raleigh, North Carolina. April 24th at the Norva in Norfolk. Virginia. See what they did there? Norva? Okay. April 26th at the Strand Ballroom and Theater in Providence, Rhode Island. April 27th at the Paramount in Huntington, New York. April 29th at the Cure Insurance Arena in Trenton, New Jersey. Not far away from here. April 30th, College Street Music Hall in New Haven, Connecticut. Getting into May... May 1st at Rochester Main Street Armory in Rochester, New York. May 3rd, Old Forester's Paris Town Hall in Louisville, Kentucky. And then some shows in Europe for a bit. It's all from the band Silverstein. Blitz Union, Get Up, from their album Absolution. BlitzUnion.com, BlitzUnion on Twitter. An interesting combination of metal and some electronic sounds uh, thrown in there for good measure. Great, daring combination, that is. I like that. As where you can see and experience them next, take a moment as uh, take over some details here. Looks like. April 2nd, they're at The Space in Vegas. May 6th, the Plage Noir Festival in Germany at uh, Therian Park, it says here. June 3rd, the WGT Festival in Leipzig in uh, Germany. June 24th, the Palais Acropolis in Prague in Czechoslovakia. July 22nd at the Legends Rock Fest in Oris in uh, elsewhere in Czechoslovakia. BlitzUnion.com and BlitzUnion on Twitter for a little bit more. Heard from a band called Slacker. S-L-A-C-K-R-R. No website, but they are on Facebook. Also on Twitter at Slacker. 
Again, it's S-L-A-C-K-R-R underscore. Interesting sound with uh, 300 plus shows, 8 singles, a DVP that sold out very quickly, multiple BBC Live sessions, headline, headline slot of the Isle of Wight Festival in 2019, and performing main stage two years later. All this in under four years. They hail from Southampton, becoming a well-known name in the underground punk and rock scenes across the UK. Let's see what they're up to next here. April 1st, playing at the Phoenix in High Wycombe. April 9th, Something called Nirvana UK, a come-as-you-are after-party at the Black Prince in Northampton. April 30th through May 2nd. This is actually rescheduled. Something called the Angel Weekender. Now the Victoria Bikers Pub in Colville. Again, that is rescheduled. May 20th, the Spinning Top in Stockport. Something we heard from them is called Home. We heard from Rotten Mind, band from Sweden with some uh, uh, punk and post-punk sort of sounds in there. Jacob Arvidsson on guitar and vocals, Liz Panella on bass, Johan Sverdal on guitar, and Victor Norden on the drums. They're from the town of Uppsala. It's been formed in uh, 2015. And this is their newest and fifth full-length album called Unflavored. A tune called No Dedication. They've already played uh, worldwide. Existing somewhere in that dark wasteland where 80s UK acts were uh, popular. Good stuff. Rotten Minds have a Facebook page if you look up Rotten Mind UA. Totally Slow. So I've played, I think, for you once before called Blue Hotel. Also armed with a Facebook page. If you look up the phrase Totally Slow, you can certainly find them. They're from Greensboro in uh, North Carolina, it says here. They've uh, released a series of singles following a uh, couple of albums, and they've done a series of basement shows and sweaty van tours in several bands over the years. Scott Hicks and Andy Foster forming this band in 2013. Some uh, driving, catchy punk being what they do best. In 2016... Released an album called Bleed Out as he introduced guitarist Chuck Johnson from the band's Torch Runner and Gut Feeling, then recalibrating their lineup. Then they released an album called Casual Drag with a more collaborative approach to songwriting. Kind of a nod to 
SoCal bands from the 80s like uh, The Adolescents and Agent Orange and such, and also some bands from San Diego in the 90s, and some classic hardcore from the East Coast, and recently uh, opening for Agent Orange themselves, and also Man or Astro Man. Amazing stuff. April 21st, you can see them next at the Pinhook in Durham, in North Carolina. Blue Hotel, name of uh, that tune. And speaking of upcoming dates, actually neglected uh, Rotten Mine here for a bit because they have opening shows too. Looks like March 28th. I don't have venue names. I have locations here. March 28th in Munster in Germany. March 29th in Liège in Belgium. March 30th in Paris. On the 31st in Orleans. April 1st in Lyon, April 2nd in Parma, Italy, April 3rd in Trento, Italy, April 5th back in Germany in the town of Regensburg, April 6th in Dresden, April 8th in Leipzig, April 9th in Berlin. I mentioned Toy is slow. After uh, Rotten Mind. And we heard from the Bloodstreams. Kicking off this uh, second segment. Clockwork Man is the title track of their uh, new album. Thebloodstreams.com. Thebloodstreams on Twitter. March 31st, they played a spot called The Fiddler. April 2nd at The Basement Club. That's B-A-S-S-M-E-N-T. But no... uh, Locations given for those venues. That's some more detail, I think, on their website. 